I catched my first octopus with bare hands. When that I, was crazy. You, you grabbed it. So I was like running at 40 degrees Celsius in the, in the morning. Journaling helps me a lot to like absolutely focus on studying right now. What does success mean to you? Be able to spoil my parents, retire them early and, and make them happy. Joy is invigorating. Joy can be found in the extremes of experience. Those exhilarating moments when we reach the mountain summit or dive into white horse waves. Consider the wild, far-flung elements that nature offers and embraces its spine of tingling joy. We can never have enough of nature. We must be refreshed by the sight of inexhaustible vigor, vast and titanic features, the seacoast with its wrecks, the wilderness with its living and its decaying trees. Maximilian, there's a book called Little Joy, written by Joanna Gray. Uh, considering... Uh, from the little homework I did, I saw you're really into nature, especially the the ocean. Yeah, thought it would be a good idea to, to give this to you. It talks about joy and finding joy in, in little things, and I think that in the life in the life where everything goes so fast, finding little moments of peace and, and joy or happiness is, is so important. So, it's a small present for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure, awesome. bro. Awesome. Yeah, joy is definitely a big part of of life. I guess like also as you said like. I'm a nature boy. <laughs> I lived out. Uh, um, I grew up in in the Alps in Austria, so I'm used to skiing all winter long. And also, my dad got me into sailing. Um, so definitely big into nature. Love being outside and just makes me makes me calm. So yeah. I want to hear everything about it. So I'll get into the intro. Hey guys, how's Rain doing? We're doing well. Hope you're doing well as well. And today we're here with a brand new episode of The Success Show. Today we're here at the State of Mind a pop-up store in Vienna. And we are joined by Maximilian. This is the third episode we're shooting today. Uh, and also the last one. And I'm super excited for this one. Uh, I think Maximilian is someone that's super creative, at least from things I've seen. He also has an account where he posts mainly aesthetic photos. And I'm super excited to talk about like the aesthetic side and the art side of, of making reels, making videos, working on yourself and how you can find art in that. And also what I'm super interested in is, is nature. You, you mentioned it briefly. Your yeah. father uh, got you into, into this. Can you tell us more about that? I'm really interested. Before you continue watching, please consider subscribing and hitting the notification bell so you never miss a future upload. Sure. First of all, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure. Um, yeah. As I said, like my father got me into sailing. He's like sailing for 30 plus years already. Um, and at first I wasn't like enjoying it. I was like a little bit scared of the, the boat, like um, going there. <laughs> Shit. Going well. What do you call it? Yeah, waving the... No, but the... the uh, capsizing. Capsizing? Capsizing? Do you mean like it tips over? Yeah, it tips over. Yeah. All right, I'll start again. <laughs> Should I just start again? Yeah, just again. Okay, yeah. First of all, my, my father got me into sailing, and I just enjoyed it. First of all, I didn't enjoy it because, like, I was scared of the boat, like, tipping over, uh, and me just <laughs> drowning, dude. But then as I grew, as I grew, I just got used to it, and I started loving it. Like, I, I just created a bond with, with the ocean, kind of. Also, I just noticed that one, like just recently this this summer in when I was in Bali, I was so happy. Definitely the happiest moment uh, this year, uh, by far. Like 
I was so calm and nothing could like change my mood or like make me angry and stuff. And yeah, definitely ocean, ocean especially, especially um, because diving. Yeah. Like, what is so special about the ocean? Because obviously, you you can do activities. Mm. Like, you can be. You, you, we quickly had a talk before the podcast. You you, yeah. you told me that a lot of people get scared when they're in the middle of the sea. Like me, when, when I don't see land anymore, I'm starting to get like, oh, like where is this going? I hope it doesn't take too long. You mentioned like for you it was like that in the beginning, but now like you don't have that anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a thing like obviously you have always in mind like maybe okay, what what's down there like. But you just gotta ignore it and just feel the freedom. I think the only thing above the ocean and the water is like there. Like flying must be even more relieving and like even more be near freedom. But like floating in the water, diving, seeing this clear blue water and and also like seeing all the nature and all the animals like sharks maybe you don't want to see them up close to you but they are f insane animals like fantastic creatures yeah and and also <laughs> actually last year when we were sailing um i catched my first octopus with bare hands that was crazy. You, you grabbed it. Yeah, I grabbed it. Out of the I water. <laughs> yeah. I was diving around the boat. Uh, and I was seeing it. It was torn down in the in the sand. I was like, okay, I always wanted to do that. I should do it. At first, I didn't grab it perfectly. So it, it left like. Um, but then I took a, a second try. Got it. Catched it. And it wrapped like his his tentacles all around my arm, and I got oh like uh, marks from the suction okay. all over my hand. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, what's happening?" But it was it's a crazy crazy experience. Then like my little brother took a photo and we put it back. But that's just the things you 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 get to so close to the to the nature and the animals, like almost nowhere else. Like. You don't see a deer like every other day, yeah. but you you can see fish and and uh, all the um, ocean animals, uh, creatures, um, almost everywhere you go to to the lake, too, and the ocean. So yeah, something that I really like about about the the sea is is the sound as well. Yeah, like like so it sometimes you down so much. Yeah, man. Like when I have like long days. Uh, I would come back like in the evening at like 11 p.m. Like had a long day of work, trained, and I would just go to the beach and I would just lay down like right next to where there's no water, but you can hear the waves. And I would just close my eyes and like 15 minutes later, I'm like, okay, meditation is over. I feel like a new person. Mm. And even I think when you're underwater, I don't know if the sound is still that. Uh, I mean, you probably can still hear it, but like the waves, like it's so calming. Mm -hmm. and you even have these meditation sessions where like ocean sounds, like it actually it, it is something. And I'm sure that there's some scientific like binaural brainwave explanation. Absolutely. But it, yeah, it's super calming, and especially for you who has a pretty busy life. You know, you're doing uni, you're do you have a lot of side hustles that we talked about uh, briefly before that we'll, we'll get into. Like, is, is that a place where you can find, like, momentary peace that sets you, like, gives you, like, a small mental reset? Yeah, definitely. Like, just sitting by the, the beach, sitting by the sea, um, looking out there in 
into the nowhere uh, and enjoying the the waves breaking at the at the shore. Yeah, it's it's just I can't really describe it. It's so recharging. Like if you have a busy day, that's actually why I wanna wanna live by the ocean at some point. That's a big goal of mine. Um, and just you can after long work day after after working, you can go to the beach, take a swim. Sit back down on the sand and enjoy the view, the sounds, and just the the, the nature. Yeah. yeah, I mean that sounds like a dream life. And also, you you, you briefly mentioned Bali. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you you've traveled to quite a few places. I think traveling is such like a eye-opening experience for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Like when, when you go somewhere, you go to a new place, you meet new people, different cultures, different horizons. Like for me, that's so insightful. Like I went to Hong Kong like a mm-hmm. few years ago. And everything was completely different, and and like like for you, I'm I'm wondering like how how has that maybe changed the way you, you view the world? What what has it t- taught you? Yeah, so I, this year back basically I got into traveling a lot, and I want to do like more of it next year especially. Um, before that, I've basically not been outside of the of out of Europe actually. Okay. So my family and I we mostly travel around Europe. Greece, Croatia, Italy, Spain, or also in the north, so Norway and stuff. But I always love to be on a like a longer journey, be far away from from home, and and getting to know different cultures and and different mentalities of like these people, and I got to know uh, s- such a different culture and mentality compared to Austrians or Europeans in general. In Indonesia, in Indonesia, right? So, these people, I was in a shock when I got back to Vienna, because Viennese people are actually not really. Most of them are not, not not really friendly. Like yeah. they are like always like looking angry. Okay. Yeah, I can imagine also in shit day like and in, stuff in like a big city like this. Like people are always working. They're always like focused yeah, on. And they're, I don't know. Just they they, uh, they don't really they can't really keep it for themselves. They need to like show everybody that they have a shit day and the other persons should have a shit day as well because <laughs> they have a shit day. So yeah. And in Indonesia it's it's completely different. I was we were greeted by uh, uh the driver who picked us up. He was holding the, up uh, our name shield. He was like smiling at us and and welcoming us. Like it could have not imagined a better welcoming present. I guess uh, to 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 um, arrive in in Indonesia, and the people like everybody like you do a like a small gesture like you you tip somebody, they thank you like ten times. They hug you. They can't even stop thanking you. They are so grateful. It's amazing. And everybody smiles at you. Go down the street. Go down the beach. You look at them and you smile each other. You greet each other. And you don't really have that in Vienna. Like I tried. Um, I'm actually I love to to greet. I think it's some level of respect and just you should just do it. Like to greet each other people and be be nice to each other. Uh, and mostly when you do it in 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 Europe, yeah, it's not really n- not much coming back. Like yeah. the the 
the rate of, of getting a response back, a greet back, a hello, a simple and plain hello, it's so low, it's devastating, actually. What do you think the reason is that people there uh, seem happier? Because I know the studies have been done, mm. and myself have Algerian, so I know a little bit about it, that like countries in Africa, people there, or I'm sure also in uh, like Indonesia, like uh, like people that live in, in those countries that are not as developed as countries in Europe yeah. are generally more happier. And the study was specifically based on depression rates, mm -hmm. that there was lower. Obviously, depression is a big topic, but let's just focus on happiness. People have less there. Yet they they are happier. Uh, you can you can see it. You can feel it. Mm. The vibe is also different. What, what do you think the reason is behind that? That's a good one. It actually just it f when you look at it first, it don't really make sense. Like as a third world country, like the economy is not really flowing. Everybody, the majority is on the poor end, and and still they are like the kindest, happiest most grateful people you've ever met like you don't really see it but i think it's just like deep down in the roots and the mentality they they uh developed over time and i think there's not really an explanation just yeah it's, it's it's the mentality difference. just yeah. just being grateful and also also it it will help everyone be just be grateful for what you have like like Europeans, <laughs> they made make millions, and and work their ass off. Obviously, long day hours, hour days, but but long days with a lot of hours uh, to work. But at the end of the day, they they get to have like a good pay. Compared to to third world countries, they work their ass off too, like double, triple don't really get paid like and still be so grateful so happy that they can live that they have this life they take the opportunity to like live the day and live present i think being present is big reason of that one i think when you look a lot a lot of a lot in the past or too much in the future you might get like depressed yeah. or or like you always like dude Why didn't do this? Why why have I been that successful a year back? So I think you just have to start being present and live the moment. That's why I love to be here at the pop-up store. It's just it makes you present, it makes you you communicating with so such a lot of new people, interesting people, successful personalities. It's crazy and love to be here and love to talk to people and yeah. Just be more present. Yeah, that being said, big shout out to SM Studios for making this happen. It's so cool that Absolutely. we get to sit here together. I met Maximilian yesterday, actually. Like we, we, we had like for one real. small talk and I was like, yo, bro, I've seen your content. I used some of your sounds in, in the past. I'd love to talk with you and, and, and see like, you know, what, what, what's behind the person that, that makes the videos, especially because it's so special. You haven't done many talking videos. I haven't done one at all. And first, first time for you guys hearing me talk, so it's actually, uh, it's actually quite far out of my comfort zone. But we'll get into that later, maybe. Yeah, no, so, the, yeah. The, let's talk about it right now. It, it's it's super cool. Like we were talking about it before. Uh, obviously, the way I started the podcast was because I I was bad at public speaking. We had a talk before, and like we were talking together about how when we were both younger, 
we had always like when we were doing presentation like we would stutter or we couldn't really get out of our words like even physically you would start to shake like i've had that before you, you probably have that have had yeah, that I too i actually kind of shake right now so <laughs> like and but but that's the beauty of it like you still said okay i'm, I'm just gonna do it I, i i want to try it and if it doesn't work well like who cares you know like people Absolutely. are gonna watch it and i think it's also human you know it's human to to have that and to Uh, talk about those fears yeah. you have or talk about those uh, difficulties because especially in the social media day and age when for example we look at your content like structured day working out clean food we can talk about you cleaning your desk bro <laughs> everything is so clean <laughs> like I like er everything looks good and like everyone does it obviously you're not going to talk too much about hardships on social media but mm. it's beautiful that, that that you're willing to to you know take the invitation for the podcast Absolutely. and and actually talk about those things because I think they matter, and I'd love to talk more about that. Like, what was the reason for you that that you wanted to do the podcast in the in, in the first like stage? Plain and simple, just step out of your comfort zone. Like, just try and be one percent better every day. So, at the end of the day, if I didn't have done this right now, I would be mad. I would be like, dude, why didn't you do this? You such a pussy man. <laughs> yeah, but. It just it, you grow from it. You you learn stuff. So even if I like stutter right now, it's okay. I'll I'll get more more um, comfortable with speaking in front of cameras, just right now or in front of people. And yeah, as you said, like uh, same goes for me. I didn't really like to speak in front of the class. Like that's not a lot of lot of people. It's like thirty classmates. You know them for years and yeah. still. You'd be shaking your ass off out there and sweating and just stuttering. So yeah, it's crazy. So I'm 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 glad that I can speak to you right now here and I yeah. I'm also awesome. honored to, to to have the the first time that you're speaking on on camera with us. I think it's uh, it's super special and uh, yeah, I'm just super excited to 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 learn more about you because we. Uh, we, we we briefly talked before the podcast, and and you mentioned, for example, that uh, when you were younger at school, you felt more like a misfit in a way. Mm. Uh, I can relate to that, and I think the people that behind the camera as well. Like we always, we had like something that we were passionate about. For me, it was sports and and videography. Uh, for my producer, it's music. Mm. Uh, for for my cameraman, it's it's filming. Uh, I'm very curious about what it was for you when you were younger, and how, like for you, you like you felt that you were different than other mm -hmm. people. I think it's like generally like for all the people right now here at the pop-up shop and also all people like um, related to Project 50 and that are watching right now uh, the success show. Like I think it's relatable to everyone here. Just like being a misfit, not really fitting into the norm, uh, always being different. Like we talked about it earlier. Like I kind of got bullied in, in, in school uh, when I was younger. I didn't really took it personally. Sometimes it w was hard. Like obviously, sometimes it gets to your feelings, and you're like, "Bro, what did I do?" So yeah, but it's probably because I was, I I started to um, seek int get interested in, in in career and and as we will talk about uh, side hustle and all that stuff. 
And not a lot of people in that age, like 14, 15, do that. Like I was binge watching YouTube, all the financial channels, like how to invest at a young age, how to start a business, what to do to make your first 10K and stuff. I was really, really uh, addicted to watching these videos and then also executing and, and trying out new things that really like got me away from being focused on why I'm going getting bullied to like just ignoring them, focusing on myself and like, I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll focus on my business. Like that, that's basically it. Yeah. And what was the reason that, that you started getting into all these, like, for example, YouTubers that talk mm -hmm. about finance or uh, self-development because a lot of people have like triggers for me. It was uh, like, I started Taekwondo because I was getting bullied. Mm. Was there something that for you was like a, a key moment where you were like, okay, now I'm going to do this. I was just um, watching around and and looking what what other people do, and I, I I came to the conclusion that I'm not really happy if I would be I wouldn't be happy if I need to work a nine to five and have a bus over me or or like work minimum wage. So that really got me into it. I just wanted to get like to a point as fast as possible where I can like travel, work and enjoy life f from everywhere. Like at like 25, 30, that would be the dream. That's really what got me into into it. And also like seeing those success stories from people just right, just like a week prior, uh, I saw a dude, It was he's like 16 and, and he has like, I mean, his father is already also in uh, investment banking but he's 16 and is managing like uh, multiple millions for clients, investing for them. And, and um, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like thinking about it, it's, he's 16, four years younger than me and insane. So that's what like keeps me striving and um, keeps me trying to better myself every day. And because you should mainly focus on yourself, but people like these, they kind of keep you going. Also, this community, yeah. uh, Ben and Nico built um, through through State of Mind and, and Project Fifty. It's insane. Like we all have like same interests, like-minded, and and just trying to trying to success out there. Like yeah. and and not be normal. Like yeah, just be kind of different. Do your own thing. Work on yourself and. It's crazy, and and you, you you spoke about like these things that that you're trying to achieve, like you talk about financial freedom and being able to work uh, from where you want. What are some daily habits that you implement into your life in order to uh, work towards achieving that? Because obviously we're still really young; we're not there yet by no means. But but from what I see, you're working on that, and that's also what we've talked about. Yeah, some of the daily habits I have like is like absolutely key: drinking a lot of water right away in the morning. Uh, just to just flush out all the toxins and stuff and he rehydrate overnight from from being dehydrated overnight so and but quite a recent a, a, a habit I got into recently I didn't do it before actually I need to need to say I didn't really do it uh, consistent also like while doing project 50 is journaling yeah um, but now I'm happy that more than happy you know I'm 
I would have wished that I'm, um, I've started uh, it earlier. Yeah. Like just writing down uh, um, those thoughts down that you have floating around in your mind. And especially in a, like a busy day, busy uh, day-to-day life, it helps you so much. Writing down what you're thinking about um, and then re- reorganizing and like you can get back to it later. So it helps me a lot with, with studying because like I, I can really focus when I'm studying. Um, it's a lot different to working or editing. I, I'm in a flow, but studying is hard. Like it's really hard. And now journaling and writing those, those sound uh, thoughts down, clearing your mind helps me a lot to like be present and like absolutely focus on studying right now because I know I've written it down. I won't forget it. I can back, come back to it later when I'm when I finished like studying and yeah. st- or, or, or other things like. But journaling is key because. It, it- is it hard for you to combine, like, for example, studying with your social media? Because that has been really successful. I can imagine probably got some brand deals maybe to, uh, like from social media. And then you also have school on the other side. I can imagine journaling is nice because you can just empty your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's super hard to combine the two. I, c- I can imagine. Could you tell us more about that? Yeah, to be honest, absolutely. Like, it's really hard to combine those two things. Like, the, probably the biggest, th- uh, pre- biggest uh, thing is time management. It is really hard. Like you try it, it works for one week, and then it's already like the same as before. So you need to keep keep at it, keep being at it, and just um, structuring your days and also what you do in your day, what you do with your time. Um, I, I'm be I'm gonna be honest. The studies are definitely like not the main priority uh, right now. I mean, they are, but <laughs> at the end of the day, content creation and, and all the other stuff I do just makes me more fun. I enjoy it more. It's like what I want to do. So that's obviously why I do it. Like, but yeah, also I have it that definitely keeps me keeps me grounded and and focuses sports like yeah. definitely. Do you train uh, every day or you try to train every day? Uh, not really every day. Right now, I'm trying to bulk, okay. and I really have problems with like gaining weight. So I s- turn back the 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 workload and the volume I'm I'm training. So every two days at, right now, but I've been active like since a young age. I've been uh, playing uni hockey. Okay, I don't know if you know it, but it's a a mixture of um, a hockey on without slides and normal ice hockey. Okay. Um, yeah, and also I've been playing football, but but yeah, football was when I young, when I was younger, and football I I ended it. Uh, then when I started to go to school, um, high school, just to be to have more free time, because at the end of the day it make it made me fun, uh, it was fun, but there wasn't really a success chance, a career career path yeah. in in uni hockey. It's not like men's football where like huge amounts of money where you can like succeed and live from it it was just a hobby so that's why I didn't continue playing floor po- uh, uni hockey and but instead of that I started going to the gym and doing more of that stuff 
Very nice. And and yeah. what effects did uh, physical movement, I'll call it, because like sports in general, mm. have on your mental health? It just helps me clear my mind. Like I'm present into the training. Um, the blood is not running through the brain. Uh, it's more like in, in muscles, uh, pumped in the muscles. So the brain activity is turned a little bit uh, lower, turning down. So I don't really think about anything, especially with running or biking. Uh, it really helps me like turn my, my thoughts off and um, focus on my, my training session, on my workout. Uh, yeah, but running, I like cycling. Just got into it recently and running uh, around two years back. I, I, I hated running, but then I uh, was actually in, in, in Greece in Greece, uh, sailing, and I was going for a run, like absolutely the whole, actually the whole holiday, every day. And at the moment there were a lot of uh, wildfires in, in Greece, so it, and additionally, uh, very hot, that's why I was burning. Um, so I was like running at 40 degrees Celsius in the, in the morning. The sun didn't go didn't uh, rise wow. and it was still f 40 degrees uh, um, Celsius as she ran by uh, some wildfire some small it was smoking so insane so I think um, um, after that running just got easier because like running at 40 degrees and, and smoke in the air Everything else, like the Vienna, Viennese area is uh, much, much better to, to run and also the climate. But yeah, it helps me clear my mind and yeah. I, I think it's it also yeah, like you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, right? Like you didn't enjoy running and you also ran in a very uh, yeah. uncomfortable environment. Is, is, is this discomfort something that you, you seek or uh, yeah, how do, you, how do you look at that? Yeah, I definitely started seeking discomfort um, last year, like really putting myself out there and, and trying to get into d uncomfortable situations. Um, before, I was like, even though I, I was starting to interest in, uh, um, um, have interest in those things early on, I was still a kid. I wasn't seeking discomfort. Like, if I would have, I would have loved to take a presentation in school, but I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, absolutely. Seeking discomfort is, is, is something that will bring, bring you far in the long term and just makes you yourself happier at the end of the day when you, like, you, you get, you, you lay in your bed and are about to sleep. And you just know you gave everything you have today and you couldn't have done it better. And tomorrow is the next day and you're proving 1% more. Like you're getting better every day. That's crazy. Crazy thought. Yeah, and it comes back to being present, right? Like you, you mentioned yourself in the beginning, uh, like doing sports, like going to the sea, it makes you grounded again. And uh, like having that where you live day to day, like today I'm going to make the most out of my day. And then the night before, I imagine you plan that way too. The mm -hmm. night before you plan your next day and then you know what you're going to do. And day by day, you, you try to improve yourself. Yes. Something that I find super interesting as well is people like us that do a lot of different things. Mm. Uh, like 
I tend to have a very cluttered mind. Like, mm. for example, I'll put something down and then like yeah. two minutes later, I'll be like, oh, where did I put it? And my friend, or my, like my girlfriend will be like, like, that's not normal. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, probably like 100%. And I saw a quote by George Heaton. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know him, the founder of Represent Clothing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. And, and he wrote, yeah. uh, a busy mind needs a clear workspace. Something that I saw in, in a lot of your posts <laughs> is that you clean your workspace. Good transition. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but first of all, it is very aesthetic. Like mm-hmm. the cleaning looks nice, but I'm sure that it also has some benefits to, 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 sure. to your workflow. Could you tell us more sure. about that? I think the quote is like, it couldn't be better actually. Uh, yeah, I, I just recently moved and, and I didn't really uh, have a clean workspace in the first few weeks. So at some point I was like, okay, I'm now gonna do it. And I absolutely cleaned my whole workspace. And it's a, such a huge improvement. Like every time I work or study, and I, I, it didn't go as well as I, as I, as it should have. I just then I see like my look at my desk and I know the reason. It was like all like things laying around. Like I don't know even I don't even know like some invoice from a I don't know toothbrush I bought recently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, or something like that. And you just gotta clean your workspace um, every other day. And it will help you to to be more focused and be more efficient. Yeah. Most importantly, yeah. I I I briefly mentioned like the aesthetic part as well that it has to it right like the cleaning, the slow cleaning. Like you see, it's a trend now on social media. <laughs> Something that I found really interesting and also unique about you when I was scrolling through your page and the, your your story highlights was that you also have an account where you post specifically aesthetic mm-hmm. photos. And I'm also a big fan of that. I study architecture, so I like everything that is like related to furniture and you know, like the nice couches. Like I always find that super interesting. Now I'm going to ask you a question. I think it's super hard to answer. I don't expect like a crazy answer, but mm. what does it mean for you for something to be aesthetic? I think there are like different opinions on that one. Uh, I I for sure am like, for me, aesthetic is like minimalistic like um having the same colors earthy tones uh, that's just like kind of my my style my vibe i think you you'll you see it when you look through the page yeah and it's like it's basically like just a page where i put um photos i see day to day and i think they are clean i love the vibe i love the aesthetic uh just post them there to it's actually more more for myself than actually to have a huge following or th- something like that. Just put it there so I can look through and I just it also calms down my mind when I see such an aesthetic or in my opinion aesthetic feed. But yeah, I think aesthetics are uh, from from person to, from person to person different like you might have a different aspect on on uh, opinion on aesthetics than I have, but there are different kind of styles, art, architecture, interior design everywhere. So it's interesting because you you mentioned journaling and yeah. and writing down. Is this also a way of journaling for you? But then by posting something because, mm-hmm. like I'm sure when you see those images, you want to keep them, or at least I have that. I'll take a screenshot, but then yeah. it's hard to find them back because you know you have many screenshots. It's a way for you to like collect your 
your arts in a way or like a small art gallery for yourself? Yeah, m more of that. Not really journaling yeah. uh, in that way, but I would love to like document more of my life, not not through vlogs or stuff, um, but more of like like photo dumps. Yeah. So every now and then to to keep my my milestones um, fixed on my profile. I didn't do it right as a, like, I've done a few of these back in the day but now it's only it's mainly videos but I would really would really love to do so such collages so um, just to keep you just to look back in a year and see okay that's the day I achieved like a hundred a hundred thousand subscribers or followers that's or, or things when I succeeded or landed a deal with a brand I love uh, yeah, you, sure. You mentioned the, the milestones. Mm. Uh, you, you've reached many, but are, are there some future goals that you're striving towards or that you're working towards now? Yeah, sure. Obviously, I've, I've, I've written down a few goals. Um, one of it would be uh, reaching 100k um, followers. Uh, I wanted to reach it this year, but... I haven't been act active really, really much recently, so it it won't be achievable this year in one month. So it's the goal for next year. Maybe I can reach like fifty thousand subscribers um, this year already. That would be amazing. Like, like the thought alone that fifty thousand people are watching my videos and following me and coming and joining me along the way it's crazy also like yeah obviously I've, I've like business goals but one of the biggest goals would be like just to achieve freedom um financial and location freedom and also like being completely independent like not depending on your parents not depending on the government not depending on a boss. I want to have a boss. Yeah, just being. It's your. It's your like video game. You're playing. You're leveling up. Um, so, yeah. It's nice. It's very nice. What I can imagine is that when you, for example, attach your goals to to numbers, especially when it comes to like outside platform like Instagram, it can be like messing with your motivation because you all know Instagram algorithm. Like it's a big nightmare. <laughs> Especially when you're trying to grow, some videos will go super hard, and then for like two months, like zero videos take off. Is that something that takes a, a toll on your mental health? Because, I mean, I'm not big on social media, but mm -hmm. you are like, I can imagine that you're pretty attached to that, especially if it becomes your work. Yeah, sure, it it really does. Um, I'm I'm just trying to to not let it um, um, get into to my thoughts or like my workflow. Um, also, after the two, the second round of Project Fifty, I just didn't really continue posting that frequently. Uh, so that's a big thing. I just got out of r routine. It's basically also routine. Uh, just filming every day, filming your day, and it definitely is like depressing. <laughs> kind of if you, a thing, the algorithm you can't really control it. You can not change a thing about it and you put your heart 
your tears, your work uh, into creating something and then it it doesn't really perform and like you're not really that but you're like you're like bro I, I took like it took me a whole day to do this or something like that and then a few people see it it's just yeah it, it can be depressing or, or sad you can get angry but at the end of the day you just have to look back at your goals and, and, and keep it clear and and you should know that like if you would continue or if you continue posting frequently or doing something frequently it will it will happen over over time and you will succeed that's that's a big thing like consistency it's one of the key factors to success definitely yeah i mean everything in life right you have to keep on doing something yeah. you have to keep on doing something to to achieve success and it is so important what i also want to ask you is are you happy with the content you make right now? Because, like, for example, you were in Bali, right? Mm. And you tried, like, something different you mentioned, mm. with, like, cinematic style, more like a vlog-type video. That probably... You, you mentioned that, uh, like, off-camera, we talked about it, and you said it performed less. Does that then, like, tell you, like, this is... I shouldn't do this, or... Because I can imagine that it also becomes frustrating when you know that something doesn't work, but you want to do it, and you become in, like, a, like a battle with yourself. Am I going to yeah. do it for myself, or... Yeah, so right now I'm I'm pretty happy with my my feed. Um, that's a big thing, like having a, a, a static feed. But I was like, also, if you only focus on that one, it's not gonna not gonna go far. You should success uh, focus on like being consistent and just putting out the work. And at the end of the day, I mean, the feed is nice to look at, but it's not the priority because most people they'll see the video in the scrolling feed and not in your profile feed. So, yeah. Also, yeah, just like you mentioned, with I tried out cinematics with a friend of mine, um, like gym, gym cinematics with a camera. It just seemed to be not the, the content the people wanted to see from me. So maybe I'll, I'll get back to it as soon as I get a, like a good camera. But for now, I only shoot on my, from my iPhone. So, and also, I mean, I mean, I started with vlogs with Project Fifty, and that's that's why most of the people follow me because they want to see those those vlogs and those those uh, daily life life things. So, and also, it makes it just I enjoy it the most. Yeah, but also one thing. I would love to do more traveling, kind of, but yeah, let, let's see. So, because I want to travel a lot next year, but it just gotta gotta um, see what's working, what's not, uh, and implementing those those uh, life lessons and things you you saw in 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 recent uh, case studies, kind of, yeah. uh, if it worked or not, and change some things, spice it up, uh, yeah. I, I think in the long term with the people I've spoken to, I, I think you should also try to even the things that don't work as well. Like mm -hmm. you should get, you should also do it. Like be, because sure. especially if it makes you mm -hmm. happy. Like I've heard a lot of people that from making videos that they, they like it, you almost like we we talked about being trapped in like a nine to five. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. If you're also going to be making videos just for the sake of making videos, you're Absolutely. also going to get trapped in like Absolutely, routine. Yeah. 
I think I think if I may give you advice, mm-hmm. it, it will be interesting to maybe try something new as well. And even mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, if it makes you happy, like it can be fueled, you know, to do the other things. Sure. So you should, yeah, like. Do I'll, it. I'll do it. I think like yeah, at, at the end of the day, it's also like consistency that's gonna gonna play a huge role in that one. So yeah. also if. If for now the people seem to not like the cinematic videos, I think if you'll if I keep posting them, at some point I'll, I'll reach the audience that wanna see them. Exactly. So th- I mean, I hope the algorithm is like that smart to 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 get that one and and push it and not <laughs> yeah do the ex- the exact uh, the opposite opposite yeah. I'm I'm sure, bro. I'm sure if you continue and j- just like the way you 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 take your social media right now so serious with everything you're doing if you do that with all the things you do like it will work out and i'm gonna ask you now the signature successful question we talked about a lot of different things it's super interesting also because i haven't heard you talk before for a lot of guests i can like look at previous youtube videos they made and i can like talk about things they mentioned before which i didn't have that but that's why it's so interesting to get to know you from like zero to a hundred we only met yesterday yeah so awesome. just want to say that that's crazy and also again state of mind it's crazy that you bring these people together uh it's really cool but i wanted to ask you the, the signature question which would be what does success mean to you that's a good one um i think for me it is mostly to achieve as i mentioned location and financial freedom and also be completely independent uh, I just want to be able to travel the world uh, on my own and not be like, not have to depend on uh, anyone or, or have to listen to someone and, and, and do what they say. And also like, it would make like a few goals of mine as like, I like to be able to be able to like kind of spoil my, my parents, just give something back, um, buy them nice things, uh, just retire them early and and make them happy um so that that's probably what what um what's the def- definition for me to to success just being able to travel um being able to just not have to look at at your bank account and cons- like think about am i broke can i buy this or you just have being able to ignore it, not not look into your bank account and just live your life, enjoy it to the fullest, and yeah. So, so, uh, just before we, we end the podcast, we, you, you talked about a few different side hustles you have <laughs> yeah. or, or that you had in the past. Mm-hmm. You've had a lot of different things. Could, could yeah. you still like talk about that because I'm really interested in that? I mean, the the probably the most common side hustle is reselling. I did a lot of that, a lot of that, like <laughs> reselling uh, PS5s, sneakers, clothing, all sorts of stuff. Uh, everything that was limited and not being uh, able to uh, for someone to buy it. I was like in in reselling groups and cook groups. That's what it called. Yeah. Uh, with like they have like servers and monitors that like monitored the whole internet, the shops. I was getting a direct link to to the PS5 uh, checkout, so I could click on it, buy it, and a few weeks later, sold it for almost double. So these things like going to flea market and buying, searching for 
for limited stuff for old um, playboards um, analog games uh, or, or Nintendo games and stuff like that mainly this one this one it just uh, it was uh, easy to do out of your kids uh, out of your own uh, um, um, room as a kid and easy get started uh, yeah it's funny it, 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 it like it, it kind of shows also that if you want something that if mm. you like there's always a way to make money especially yeah, in this absolutely. like digital uh, digital time where like everything things online everything there's always a way to, to do it and I think you're a perfect example of how you can make that work. Even at a very young age, we uh, you're showing how it's possible. So yeah, so many opportunities out there. Like as I mentioned, like just type into YouTube how to make money online as a young at a young age, and you'll see like print on demand. Like just create a, a design, and and uh, the print on demand uh, retailer will will um, do everything else. As soon as the design is sold, you don't need to do anything. You'll get the money. Uh, same working with like Amazon, FBA, dropshipping, everything. There are so many uh, things out there you can try and do. Uh, for me, content creation now now work the best so far. And yeah, I love doing it. Um, I love to do everything else. And I think I think you should. Everyone should should try as much side hustle as possible at some point because if you only like try one and think at one job you don't think you're happy with that one and you'll you'll be happy working it for your whole life i don't think that that's possible actually like i think you should try out things try new things um switch things like yeah yeah, always try to better yourself in every aspect of life. I think yeah. that's a good way to trying, trying and learning. Yeah, try and error. Yeah, try and error. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Maximilian, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, bro. It's a pleasure, and also over overcoming this like barrier of having your first talk on camera. I'm honored to to have done it together with you, <laughs> and I hope that in the future we'll see some videos where you speak because you have very interesting stories. You've done a lot. Also, like going to a flea market, please film that, bro. Like, <laughs> like Gary would say, content, like Gary make v content. Style. <laughs> Gary V style. <laughs> yeah, bro, go garage sailing. Like, I think it would be really cool. And I think you could also like reach a new audience with that. And yeah. also just being new to it. Like people are human. Like they like the vlogs. They, 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 they like the, the reels, but also telling them, look, this is new for me. It's going to be mm -hmm. hard, but I'm still going to do it. I think that's, yeah. that's beautiful. Stepping and out of the comfort zone every day. Exactly. I, I really, I'm really glad that I did it actually so i'm really happy right now so i didn't really shake that much i thought it would <laughs> no, be worse fine, but bro. awesome thank yeah. you so much man thank you so much and on to uh, many more successes absolutely thank you so much it's a pleasure thank you i'm the most brutal and efficient and most ruthless champion it's ever been yesterday you said tomorrow so just do it you should be a monster and then you should learn how to control it from it all comes from life lessons and the lessons are learned through struggle